I'm Candace Long with Lessons in the Latter Days. Because of renewed listener interest in the connection between the vaccine and the biblical mark of the beast, I want to re-air this episode from the fall of 2021. The last episode, Could the Vaccine Be the Mark of the Beast?, generated more response than anything I have ever written, and I've been writing professionally for over 40 years. This episode is now the second most listened to podcast in the series and the fastest growing in listenership. I am deeply humbled that you are listening. But what the response tells me is that people are hungry to know what's going on from a biblical perspective, whether they agree with me or not. People are searching and not getting all the information they need to make informed decisions. So what I've decided to do in the next two episodes is to share with you key insights from earlier episodes that you may not have heard that enabled me to see the possible connection between the mark of the beast and today's vaccines. It's called Keys to Unlock the Vaccine Mark of the Beast Connection, Part 1. There are three things I want you to know before getting into it. First, I want you to understand that I just didn't wake up one morning and say, hey, I wonder if the vaccine could be the mark of the beast. Nothing could be further from the truth. Researching, writing, and pondering all of the signs and patterns that I see takes almost all of my time. Frankly, I'm overwhelmed by the revelation that the Lord has been downloading regarding all this. Now, it's not that I'm anything special, mind you, But he knows after years of testing me that when he gives me a writing assignment, I will complete it or I'll die trying. So it helps me immensely when you forward to someone else something that I've written that you believe is important, because I simply don't have the time for social media and figuring out ways to reach people. Second, you need to know that no one is paying me to do this. I am simply burdened by this assignment. I know this issue is critically important to the Lord, and that matters to me. One listener reached out and suggested, Hey, why don't you put a donate button somewhere in your podcast so people can help you if they feel so inclined? And frankly, I hadn't even thought about it. So you will now see a place that you can donate in the descriptive notes to the podcast. Any donations will be warmly received and will help me continue with this work. The third thing I need to say up front is that the last episode concerning the 10 markers of the mark of the beast and the vaccine were so important in light of our government's push to get everyone vaccinated that I spent an entire day formatting a PDF transcript to offer you along with the podcast so you could read it more closely. Unfortunately, time simply will not allow me to keep doing that with every episode. So on the one hand, the Lord wants me to impart what I've learned in 30 years to interested listeners. But I now have to leave the responsibility with you to follow up on the resources and readings that I list for you with every episode. Several years ago, I was talking with one of my mentors about the topics that you find in this series, and I'll never forget it. She said, before you die, you have to pass on what you know so that people can be prepared for what's coming. 
So in today's episode, I want to share with you key insights that I discussed more fully in earlier episodes because those insights helped to lead me to see the likely relationship between the vaccine and the mark of the beast. So as I review earlier episodes and you hear something that makes you go, wait a minute, I never heard that. I need to look into that deeper. Then make a note of the name of that episode and listen to it later. That way you will grow in awareness of all the signs that are coming together right now. Just so you know, the way I originally designed this series was to layer foundational concepts into each episode and then build upon them for the next episode. So if somebody had just heard the one episode on the vaccine possibly being the mark of the beast, they may have been blown away by things that I included in it that they didn't know. But if they had been listening all along, they would not have been taken by surprise. I want you to know what I know. The Lord wants you to know what's going on. So here's the way these episodes will work. I will share key takeaways that you need to know from each episode in this series and give you a link to it if you want to know more about that thing. And all you need to do is to make note of the things you want to know about and go back to my podcast page at CandiceLong.com and find that particular episode. Now, whenever you click on a title, you'll find descriptive notes about what's in it, along with the sources that I cited and other recommended reading. So let's start our review. In episode one, When Life Falls Apart, I shared my personal story of how God not only allowed the biggest venture in my life to fall apart, but now I see how intimately he was involved with my personal catastrophe. It left me totally broke and broken. And here's what I wrote about the experience. God honors it when our world stops, when we are no longer in control, when we're broken and shattered into a million pieces and can do nothing but sit in silence, stunned, speechless, because nothing makes sense anymore and we don't have any answers. What I ultimately learned in this dark night of the soul changed my life and gave me a direction I never ever considered for myself. And I outlined three signs of living in the latter days. First, finding yourself in a hard place. Second, God speaking to you in a whole different way. And the third sign was a shift in the heavenly time clock. So living in the latter days is seeing all three signs come together right before the kingdom. So if you find yourself in an impossible situation and you are clueless about which step to take next, this episode might point the way or at least let you know you're not alone in what you're going through. Episode number two, how close we are to the kingdom. There are reasons why Christians are all over the map regarding their views of the last days, because most believers do not look at eschatology, or the study of last things, through a Jewish lens. Understanding God's times and seasons does not begin with the resurrection. It begins with the book of Genesis. Jesus was able to walk through the torment of his final week, 
because of the joy that was set before him. He was steeped in Moses and the Torah and the prophets because he is the word made flesh and came to fulfill all things. Now he was able to go through his trial because he knew inside and out all of the doctrines relative to the last days before the kingdom. These doctrines are embedded in the lifestyle of Judaism by meeting with God year after year at his appointed times and seasons when God instructs us and imparts his wisdom about the last days. So this episode looks at God's times and seasons from the Jewish perspective, which shows how close we really are and what we will go through toward the end. When you see how God laid out the last days, it will make so much sense and put all of today's turmoils into the proper perspective. So this episode is a foundational teaching. Episode number three, God's Purposes for Pestilence. In this episode, I reveal the five biblical principles that explain why God brings plagues on the earth. And make no mistake, no matter who created COVID-19 in some laboratory, God allowed its release, and it is sent to the world as a plague. Now, we're making the same mistake that we've always made. We mask the true reason for sickness and disease, and we focus our attention only on relieving the symptoms. Think about it. This is the way the medical profession and the drug companies work. They make money when they sell drugs, period. So they have no incentive to find your problem and eliminate your need for their medication. It benefits them when you stay sick. So basically, in our culture, we want the suffering to just stop. Pop in a pill or get a shot and keep going. This practice prevents us from deeper examination into root causes. God goes after the heart, the root. Why is there a plague? Have we done something wrong? How have we angered God? Why are some people getting sick and others not? Are there open doors that we need to close? Ancestral sins that we need to confess? One of the biblical principles I look at here is God bringing about COVID-19 as his hand of discipline directly proportional to our sin and rebellion in order to lead us to repentance. With God, there is always cause and effect. If you do A, B will happen. If you do B, then C will happen. This is the way God works. He spells out the right way to live, called the derech, the way, and the consequences when we don't walk in the way. In this episode, for instance, I share the open doors that our country has which allowed COVID to take hold. Why New York City was hit so hard? It was pure cause and effect based on principles from Deuteronomy in black and white. That's the data that we need to be looking at. We must learn to spot the root causes for disasters, because one of the things about God's nature is that he does not do something haphazardly without a purpose. 
If the enemy is making accusation against us, if he has no cause for his accusations, our borders would not be open to be breached. Now, by using the word borders, I'm not just talking about our geographical borders, but in this episode, I'm also referring to our cellular borders being breached. We have to search out why some people are more susceptible to being invaded by a virus than others. With God, it's not random. This is a lesson that has been demonstrated over the thousands of years of our biblical history. A country sins, God releases a plague. The people repent, and God heals. Or not. That is where we are now. We are a stubborn, proud, unrepentant people. And yes, there are pockets of sincere intercessors, but we must be able to discern when the window of grace has closed. This discernment is found in Principle 5, which is insight into the curses that God said would come upon a people for disobedience. How to discover what those curses are and what we can do about them. So this episode is very key to understanding the backstory of the vaccine and the Mark of the Beast episode. Topic number four, God's call for reformation. God's nature is to sound the warning and give his people time to repent. Is it too late or do we still have a short window of time? What can we do as individuals and families? I relate an experience I had in 2009 when I literally heard the voice of God. What he said and how it is unfolding now has been life-changing to witness. I explained the implications of what he said and how I learned to apply it to my life. The call from God was very strong then for me to be involved in efforts to reform our culture within the arts. Now, in the short five-year period since completing my assignment in 2016, the world has taken a more drastic turn for the worse. I honestly do not know how much longer we have for reform, but those of you who may be called in this way will glean wisdom in how God leads His children to move forward into positions of leadership and understand the challenges they will face. Bringing light into an ever-darkening spiritual climate is not for the weak at heart. It is a noble calling that is very precious to the Father. Topic number five is the law of the seed. Now, this episode for me is the foundational building block for this entire series because it was the primary thing that I learned during my three years in the wilderness after I had lost everything. In this episode, I explain this law how God taught it to me, and the tremendous wisdom that I have learned regarding how to find out what you were born to do and how to walk it out. Let's face it, you and I have a limited window of time before we each stand before God and give account for our lives. Thus, the driving force of our lives should be doing what He created each of us to do. Do you know what yours is, your calling? Are you doing it? One of the primary goals of this series is to help you discover your destined place. A second and probably the underlying principle relative to the vaccine Mark of the Beast connection is the word seed and what it means to the Lord. 
there are spiritual and natural laws that he set up regarding the law of the seed. We have perverted every one of those laws. The Greek word for seed is sperma. You see, all the way back to Genesis, Satan's primary goal has been to defile God's seeds, his race, and insert demonic DNA into that race, into the genetic pool, in order to hijack a people that God made for noble purposes. So to sum up all of the foundational doctrines pertaining to the law of the seed, find their root in this episode. Episodes 6 and 7, God's Call to Repentance. These episodes are critically important because repentance is the number one thing that moves the heart of God on our behalf. In so many of the episodes, I reveal horrible things that we have done against God. Because my nature, my gifting, is to locate the open doors to whatever we may be reaping. Why are so many of us dying? Why is our way of life unraveling? That's my search. Scripture teaches that destruction of a nation or a culture is never by chance. For so much of our nation's history, our God was the Lord, and we honored His ways. But that is no longer the case, and we are reaping the result of years and years of rebellion, pride, and corruption. I see this as a day of visitation, when God is sifting our hearts individually and nationally, and He's holding us accountable. So these two episodes teach the Hebrew meaning of repentance. It's called Teshuvah, and it's a whole lot different from just saying, I'm sorry. So as you listen to these episodes and your stomach starts to churn hearing about wrongs that we have done, my hope is that you will stop and offer your own prayer of repentance for any complicity that you may have in whatever I'm talking about. God doesn't go for the jugular. He goes for the heart. So be open to whatever he might show you. And if you find yourself under conviction about something, these two episodes offer wisdom and insight in how to do Teshuvah. Perhaps God in his mercy will turn toward us again and heal our nation while there is still time. Episode 8 is connecting to our ancestral roots. And this episode begins a series in which I look deeper into one of the biggest signs that we are living in the final days. It comes from Jesus' words in Matthew 24, which says, As were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. So in other words, Jesus' return will be just like life was like in the days of Noah. Now, being a screenwriter, I've learned the importance of backstory. Now, the Bible tells us a little bit about Noah, but very little about Enoch and Jared and Methuselah and all of the other patriarchs leading up to Noah. So I spent months and months digging into their backstories in order to give you a portrait of each of our ancestors, from Seth all the way to Noah. You will learn some amazing things. The biggest thing that was happening back then 
was the invasion of the Nephilim during the time of Jared, who was Noah's great-great-grandfather. Now, because they lived so long, all the generations were alive at the same time. In fact, Noah was about 400 years old when Jared died, so he was very aware of the torment that Jared lived through as the Nephilim had sex with earthly women and how this race of hybrids exploded in growth and how corrupt and degraded the entire society became because fewer and fewer chose to walk in God's ways. His grandfather, Methuselah, prophesied to Noah that God was bringing a flood to wipe out the human race because they were too far gone, unable to be redeemed. Now, all of that rich history is found in wonderful books that make our patriarchs come alive. So in this episode, you will clearly see the origin of Satan's plot to grow his own race of human beings and some of the wily schemes that he used to lure Jared's family away from God. This episode is the beginning of two races growing up side by side, those who followed God and those who carried Satan's DNA in their genes. So these days of Noah is the exact condition that life will be like right before the day of the Lord. God's wrath will boil over seeing this hybrid race destroy the culture that God designed for our good. Now, the shocking thing about this timetable is how few survived God's wrath. Only eight people, Noah and his immediate family, maintained the purity of their bloodline. Noah had to eventually pull away from the rest of his family and friends. That's how oppressive and difficult it was to live any sort of godly lifestyle. Just look at our culture right now. I don't know about you, but I marvel in horror at how few there are who really want to walk in the ways of the Lord. Everything is exploding. Lust, perversion, gender confusion, incest. I don't need to list how life is now. It's disgusting. And more and more people I know are seriously considering pulling away from modern life just like Noah was led by God to do. This episode explores the earliest beginnings of how the godly line developed and how much God miraculously intervened to save those whom he has called for the kingdom. Also, you will hear examples of how Satan tricked our forefathers, which foreshadows the trickery that I see going on now around the pressures to take the vaccine. The early roots are here in this episode, and you will be amazed at the patriarchal mandate that God gave our forefathers. It is this mandate that is passed down to us. And let's be real here. Some of our children are behaving just like they did in Jared's day. They have given over their bodies to the lusts and perversions of the day, intermingling their DNA with those whose God is not the Lord as it was in the days of Noah. As I said in the beginning, if you heard some things from earlier episodes that you'd like to dive deeper into a little more, 
I will provide links to these episodes in notes to this one. And you can find this episode on my podcast page at CandiceLong.com. Jesus said, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. But our Lord continues, be wise as serpents and innocent as doves. That means be cunning. Take a second look. Don't just blindly trust. That's how we survive. I'm Candace Long. I want to thank you for sharing this time with me. Join me again next time for Lessons in the Latter Days. God bless.